Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Badger fans, and welcome to another edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast, and welcome to the first edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast, the solo sessions. In case you guys don't recall, last episode Matt announced that he will be taking on a new opportunity with a different outlet covering the Badgers, which I'm sure he'll announce in the coming days here. But for right now, we've still got a podcast to do on this site. So make sure to continue to follow Matt's work when he announces that. He's done a great job for this podcast. He's been a great co-host to myself. We did, I believe, 250 episodes on this show, and it will certainly be missed. But this podcast still rolls on. We've got to still kind of bring you guys some content as we can. So over the next few weeks, I think we're going to experiment with some different stuff. We're going to maybe try some other members of our Bucky's Fifth Quarter staff. We're going to do some solo episodes. Of course, right now is a, a really busy time for Wisconsin basketball, which we'll get into all that, of course. Um, but certainly we want to keep bringing you guys as much content as we can. So right now, at least for the short term right here, we're going to try a little solo session. It's going to be probably a little different, a little weird. It's kind of just me talking to the void into a microphone. So Bear with it. It might be a little choppy. It might be a little ugly at times, but we'll get it down. Every great band has a little uh, solo session where the the artists break up and do their own thing. We'll see how it works out. Usually doesn't work out that great uh, for those bands, but uh, we'll give it a try. So we appreciate you guys sticking with us through this kind of transitional period of the podcast, and hopefully we can still bring you some great content. We'll get you through college basketball season covering all things Wisconsin Badgers. And then into the offseason, but with both football and basketball, we'll kind of see where the podcast goes. But certainly it's it's a flexible time, and uh, we'll see how things happen. But for right now, some big stuff to talk about in the uh, college basketball ram with the Wisconsin Badgers. So speaking of those Wisconsin Badgers, Big Ten champions after their win over Purdue yesterday evening. What a thrilling contest back and forth. The bank opened for Chucky Hepburn and Johnny Davis late in that contest. So we'll kind of recap everything from that contest and then probably get you guys out of here. I will say with these solo episodes, probably going to be a little bit shorter episodes than what you're used to. We usually do about 40 minutes, maybe half that, uh, just kind of quick in and outs uh, because really I don't have enough hot air in my head to talk for 40 minutes. But to get into the basketball game here, you talk about what a scene at the Kohl Center. Even before the game, you saw the lines of students, fans, everybody coming out and, and getting ready for what some called one of the biggest games in Kohl Center history with with everything that was on the line for this team. Certainly a huge game with huge implications. A win got them at least a guaranteed share of the Big Ten. And now if the Badgers can take care of business against Nebraska in their regular season finale, it would come away with a solo Big Ten championship, which to start is an incredible feat. When you look at this team, you know both Matt and myself and many media pundits out there picked 
Wisconsin to you know be in that 8, 9, 10 range of the Big Ten and for a chance to now win it outright is is probably one of the greatest stories in college basketball this season. I mean, there's a lot of great stories, a lot of great teams out there, but what Wisconsin has done this year is, is nothing sport is short of spectacular, and you really just have to, as we get into this game now, give kudos to Greg Gard, Johnny Davis, this entire team, everybody banded together when really not a lot of believers in them, and I think that's a really special feat, but as you talk about this Purdue game, it was kind of a back-and-forth game throughout the contest. Wisconsin got out for a little bit, got into a run, took a lead. Purdue came storming back early in the second half, and it was really just kind of a back-and-forth contest throughout. I think the thing that really stood out in this contest was, once again, similar to what we've talked about in the last few episodes, you're starting to see where this team is a little bit more complete than just what I think a lot of people look at Wisconsin Badgers basketball. They look at Johnny Davis, they say they've got a superstar there, and they've got some guys around them. But I think this game, you really saw a complete effort from the Badgers, one through five, and even into the bench, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. But you start, really, first half, the big storyline, I think, was Chucky Hepburn, and it's certainly into the second half as well. But Chucky Hepburn came out, hit some two big, two big threes early in the first half, had another nice jumper. He's really started to be a player that has really progressed beyond the means that I think anyone saw him to early in his career. I mean, early in his freshman season here, struggling to shoot the basketball, was playing great defensively, but didn't really have that offensive prowess that you were looking for in the point guard position. And he's really grown into a special player. I know Robbie Hummel said it on the broadcast last night. This kid plays well beyond um, a freshman status, and that's certainly the case with him over the last few games. But that first half, Chucky Hepburn really was the difference in that in that contest. He, he was putting together buckets, confident shot, and really allowed the Badgers to progress and, and take a lead and, and really come out strong to start that game, which I think was super important when you're talking about the environment, the Kohl Center, so uh, everyone's so loud and ruckus. I think that's a situation where you want to get off to a strong start, and Chucky Hepburn's ability to knock down the basketball really gave them the spark that they needed out of the gate. I mean, when you look at Hepburn, 17 points in total, and his difference-making in, in that first half was absolutely huge. Beyond Chucky Hepburn, though, I think that really the storyline of this game kind of goes to Tyler Wall. I mean, you look at what he did for this team, really gave this team uh, a huge boost on both ends of the floor, which is nothing new for Tyler Wall. Comes out 19 points, was really patient in the post, and, and really, I think his post moves and his smoothness are, are really something that stand out down there. But defensively, he was really great as well. I mean, you look at Purdue, a huge team, a ton of length, uh, with Zach Eady, Travion Williams, just a ton that, that could really give the Badgers problems. And in that first contest, that was a little bit of a trouble for them. And even in this game, we'll talk about it here in just a minute, but I think there were some situations where Wisconsin struggled with that size, but Tyler Wall really put up a wall and, and really did a great job on the defensive end. Only two rebounds for him in this contest. I would have thought he had more, but it just shows he's kind of a do-it-all player to put together 19 points and, and play the way he did on the defensive end. Once again, proves that there's more to this team beyond Johnny Davis. I mean, you look at Johnny Davis, still 16 points, eight rebounds. He really had a dominating second half while also, you know, on the other end being guarded or, or guarding Jaden Ivey proportions of the game. I think it really shows uh, just how deep this team is starting to get. I mean, Johnny Davis had a great game. Chucky Hepburn had a great game. Tyler Wall had 19 points. But beyond them, you still got some, I think, good minutes from some of the, the bench portion as well. I mean, in terms of the bench, once again, you were without Lauren Bowman, so you're a little bit shorthanded. Hopefully that situation, whatever's going on with him, 
Um, UW hasn't really disclosed much info, but we hope everything um, turns around and is going well for him, and hopefully he can get back on the court soon for the Badgers, uh, unsure of kind of the status of his situation. But beyond that, I think you once again got some quality minutes from this bench, which is not something that we have seen all that much over the course of the season. I mean, you've had Chris Vogt, who has given you minutes consistently, but really hasn't done all that much for you on the offensive end, just kind of big, had been a big body. But last night, put together two points, had a bit, huge block early in that first half, and then four rebounds for him. Once again, going up against uh, Purdue length, that is, is really a tough test. Jacoby Neath off the bench, gave you 16 minutes, had a big uh, three-pointer that he knocked down and also grabbed four rebounds. Ben Carlson got some minutes. And then, of course, uh, Jordan Davis as well getting in there for six minutes. Not really a huge game for him that we've seen over the last couple games, but I think you're starting to see some depth with this team, which has really been a welcome sight when you're looking at now you're getting into, you're finishing up Big Ten play. You're going to be getting into conference uh, tournament time where you're going to be playing back-to-back days. That can be a tough and tall task for a lot of people. So certainly a, a situation to keep an eye on there. Going back to the starters now, though, Brad Davison was a guy that once again kind of struggled in his role. Um, there was that, you know, that you look at the late in the second half when Purdue kind of got on. I believe it was a 15 to two run. Davison, it was just could not buy a bucket, and nobody could. But once again, his his shooting uh, struggled a little bit. Only finished with seven points and four rebounds. Of course, great on the defensive end, played really hard. It was was of course the team leader and the hype man of the crowd. But certainly, you want a little bit more production from him, and then. Uh, it was a struggle game, I think, for Stephen Crowell as well. When you look at only four points, five rebounds, but I, I think there were some times where he had some open looks with the pick and pop uh, with Chucky Hepburn that struggled to knock down those shots. So that's one thing to maybe watch for as we move forward here for the rest of the season. Now, part of that could be he, he had to be a kid that was was certainly tired with his defensive matchup. We've talked about it already now, but the length of this Purdue team is really a tough test. And Stephen Crowell, not the biggest kid when you're talking about going up against a, a center who's who's 7-4, and then you've got Travion Williams, who is just a, a mammoth of a man in there on the post. So certainly he could have been exhausting all his energy in the, in the post defensively, but uh, I think offensively his game, he, he had some open shots, just didn't quite fall for him. But thankfully the guys around him once again uh, stepped up. We've talked about it on this podcast so many times. Stephen Kral, when he's aggressive on the offensive end, is a real difference maker. But you had other guys, your other, you know, the, the pick and pop with, with Chucky Hepburn was really a, a nice – and uh, and possible addition to this offense, but not, we're not playing through Johnny Davis. I think you saw what that can bring, and, and if Crowell is able to knock down those shots, which he has all season long, it's, it's not like it's been a, a shooting slump for him by any means, but if he can knock down those shots consistently, I think Stephen Crowell, once again, gives you a little bit more on that offensive end, and all of a sudden you're looking at, now we've talked about all five starters and a couple bench guys, you're seeing the culmination of an entire team, which I think is huge. You have to have an entire team to win a Big Ten t- title and this team certainly did that but as you move into now the big 10 tournament you've got one regular season game to finish up and clinch this thing but as you move into the big 10 tournament and then into march madness you want to make sure that you feel like you have a complete team because we saw last night johnny davis and tyler wall when they got the ball by purdue they were getting doubled in a lot of those situations but you can't double as consistently when you have guys like hepburn and crawl even Brad Davison and others knocking down shots. So that's uh, certainly a situation to watch for as we move forward. To get into the game itself now, I think Wisconsin really came out and, and played well in that first half, as we mentioned, kind of on the back of Chucky Hepburn, really getting going, knocking down some consistent threes. But really the offensive effort was great in the first half, was able to really consistently knock down shots. And I think defensively that first half was really good, kind of held Jaden Ivey of Purdue in check 
Sasha Stefanovic, who I can't believe is still at Purdue, continues to kind of be a thorn for for the Badgers, came out and, and shot hot. But for the most part, Wisconsin was able to keep it in check and really get some things going on the offensive end consistently to, to pull out to a nice lead to begin that game. The second half, though, a little bit more of a struggle for Wisconsin. You talk about it. Purdue wasn't going to be a team that was just going to go away. They're a very talented basketball team as well. And for the Badgers, Purdue came out, I believe, 13-15-2 to to run um, and really closed the gap that was there at halftime for Wisconsin. Then from there, it was kind of back and forth. You talk about Jaden Ivey. and all you know, NBA player going to be a lottery pick in this upcoming NBA draft. He was a guy that really got his in the second half. He played 37 minutes, put together 22 points. But I will say, I think Wisconsin did a good job of frustrating him enough to make him in his head. Robbie Hummel kind of talked about it in the situation where Jay Nivey, who's who's always been a player that has is used his athleticism to get to the basket and and really knock down shots. You could tell there was just a little bit of hesitation with him, and I don't know if that was the Badger defensively or the crowd or what it was, but Jaden Ivey was kind of off his game, and you saw that. Uh, struggled to knock down some shots. Ended up you know, with 22 points, but I think it was a very contested 22, and you could sense some frustration with him as well, even when he got to the free throw line, which, again, we can get into, but a huge difference in this game was the free throw percentage for Purdue. With the Boilermakers as a whole shot, 55% from the line, which really was a huge difference in this game. When you look at Wisconsin, perfect really until the end with that Brad Davison Mitch, which... Uh, you, you certainly can't have and one that Brad Davison, who's been such a consistent free throw, sh- free throw shooter throughout his career, would like to have back. 91% finish for the Badgers in that realm. So with that, why don't we go ahead and talk about the end of this game. So you're coming down the stretch. Wisconsin continues to kind of play back and forth. As we mentioned early in that second half, Purdue closed the gap. And, and really from there, the middle stanza of that, of that second half was... Just kind of the teams trading baskets. One team would, you know, pull away with a lead. Purdue had a little lead there in the middle of the second half. Wisconsin came back. Consistently, two teams just kind of, you know, trading blows through the, the middle portion of that game. And then down the stretch there, a huge three from Johnny Davis with, with the bank open. You thought that was maybe it. And then you got into a situation where Brad Davison really had the game, had the ability to put away, missed the free throw. And then once again, you, you saw Jaden Ivey come down, use his speed, his athleticism to pull off a three and tie the game at 67. So you thought really with just a little bit of time left, Wisconsin-Purdue going to go to overtime. The tense, the quietness of the building after that Ivy shot was, was really something when you look at how quiet it got when he put that basket in to how loud the crowd got uh, just a few seconds later with Chucky Hepburn coming down and and once again Wisconsin pouring in a late three bank open for Chucky Hepburn what a scene if you haven't listened to the Matt LaPay call of that final shot I highly recommend to go over to my Twitter account it's one of the tweets I had from last night and take a look at that because hearing Matt LaPay's voice over that um over that shot will be something that I think will live in Wisconsin lore for quite some time. I mean, what a situation, what a fun game, and and what a fun run for this Wisconsin Badger team. So overall, the team, I think, played really well. A lot of things to take positively from it. And of course, anytime you win a Big Ten championship, it's, it's definitely something that you can't look at and try and nitpick too much. So as I mentioned at the top, Wisconsin at least clinches a share of the Big Ten title, which is awesome to see when you saw where this team was picked early in the season. If they do come out and take care of business against Nebraska, they will clinch it outright, which would be even more sweeter. So of course, anytime you can clinch a share, that's always great. But you want to really, really win it outright in what's been a ba- uh, just a tough, 
conference as a whole, as it's been for years now. The Big Ten is is always a gauntlet. So for Wisconsin to come out on top of one of the best conferences in the, in the nation year in and year out with the team that they had, the inexperience that they had, I think it'd be huge kudos and, and once again proves that this team is for real and really, I think, beyond and, and ready for a run in March, but also that Greg Gard, a phenomenal head coaching job, and, and really if anyone else is getting Coach of the Year votes in the Big Ten or really National Coach of the Year votes, I think you're you're sorely mistaken because he, he's a guy that had so much adversity this offseason, bounced back, was confident in his team, and came out and, and put together another special run. I mean, two Big Ten titles and three seasons for him is really uh, an impressive feat for Greg Gard and, and stepping into a, a hostile job. There hasn't been always perfect, but to, if you look back at the, the entirety of his career, been pretty special for the Badgers thus far. So looking ahead now for the Badgers, their final regular season contest will come on Sunday afternoon, 1 p.m. They'll take on the Nebraska Cornhuskers to finish this thing out. As I mentioned earlier, a win will clinch them the Big Ten title outright, so it should be fun. And then from there, you've got the Big Ten tournament, which is right around the corner. That will get started on March 9th. You'll have the, the 12 and 13 seed playing and then the 11 and 14 seed playing. So the Badgers likely would not play until Friday, March 11th, as they would be the one seed for that tournament. Um, so you're going to have a little bit of time off here after this uh, Nebraska game. Hopefully Wisconsin can clinch it outright and have that number one seed as they head to the Big Ten tournament. Overall, guys, that's really all we've got for you on today's show. As I mentioned, it's going to be quite a bit shorter in some of these solo sessions because I can't talk for 40 minutes. But we'll have these little 15 to 20 to 25-minute installments for you as we uh, as we move forward here on the podcast. Before we get out of here, guys, I've got to talk to you about homefieldapparel.com. They're in the middle of big new Saturday season three. Make sure to check that out over at homefieldapparel.com. They're launching their new school in the Kansas Jayhawks this upcoming weekend. So if you've got any Kansas fans in your life or if you're looking for a Badger sweatshirt or shirt for yourself, go over and check them out. They've got a great collection of Wisconsin gear as well as many other schools that maybe you guys have connection to. They're in the middle of Big New Saturday Season 3, and Big New Saturday Season 4 will be coming this summer. Just make sure to check that out at homefieldapparel.com. All right, guys, that wraps up everything from the show. Really not a lot of news to get to on any other sporting fronts. The big news, of course, being the Big Ten champion Wisconsin basketball team. So that's our main focus, my main focus this morning. Uh, Hopefully you guys enjoyed a brief covering of that, an exciting time, and we'll be back with you, and I'll be back with you on uh, Monday to talk about this Nebraska game. We'll see if it's a solo session or if we'll have somebody else on. But regardless, we'll continue to bring you these short little podcasts throughout the rest of the season and recap what's been a fun Wisconsin basketball season. We'll certainly hope to have it um, going deep into March and then having plenty of basketball to talk about as this team looks and make a deep run into the NCAA tournament. Thank you guys for listening, as always, on Wisconsin. Yeah.